Welcome to Podcast Me Anything, the Ask Me Anything about all things podcasting. I am Matthew Passy. I'm Tom Kelly. And we have an excellent show for you here tonight. We're going to be talking about podcast marketing, content marketing, all the different things that you can do to grow your show. We have Jackie Schiff, founder of Pod Reacher, here on the line with us tonight. Jackie, good evening. Good evening, Matthew and Tom. Thanks for having me. It is quite a pleasure, and we will get into what it is that you do specifically and why it's so important. But before we get to that directly, uh, some big news in the world of podcasting this week related to discoverability and growing your show. Google is now displaying podcasts, playable podcasts, right there in the search results, uh, which is very, very cool. Uh, Have you Googled yourself uh, there, Tom? Uh, of course I have. Yeah, it was the very first thing <laughs> I did. Um, very exciting. You know, there's there's a lot of features I see rolling out in Google search. I use the flight one quite often. So to have podcasts included in there, even before music was included, you can't play music right in the in the Google search results. I think that says a lot about the industry making waves. Yeah, I uh, I tried to do that for podcast me anything unfortunately there's i learned late last week early this week apparently the word podcast in the title of your show kind of disappears since so many shows say blah 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 podcast so um our show is technically just called me anything uh and as a result of that we're our seo is pretty terrible so we're gonna have to figure that out but uh if you want so if you're here by the way in the get vocal room welcome thank you for joining us uh if you want tell us you know on the chat room here the name of your show we'll give you a little bit shout out but uh one of our guests here tonight completely random foolishness foolishness is the show uh the host is asia she's here and so i was like all right let me google your show and see what happens and i did and what happens first thing is the stitcher listing which i'm always fascinated by when stitcher wins out over everything else but second thing in the search right away completely random foolishness on on apple Podcasts. quick description and uh three episodes right there to preview so uh if you want Go Google completely random foolishness so you can see what we're doing. And you know what? Do our friend Asia here a solid and check out her show. Um, This will be obviously very helpful to everybody. The idea is that Google is not just going to search titles and uh, show titles and whatnot, but apparently they'll be listening to your content. And (laughs) Tom's face said it all. Uh, And supposedly being able to, you know, capture what it is you're talking about and display the results. I'm skeptical as to how how that's going to work and how effective that's going to be, but still kind of cool that they're doing it. Um, So with that, speaking of finding your show, uh, tonight we are bringing on Jackie Schiff of Podreacher, which I mentioned before, but a few more people have joined the room, so we'll reintroduce her. Uh, Podreacher is all about content marketing to help grow your podcast. And Jackie, I don't remember exactly how we got connected, but uh, full disclosure, we are also collaborating. So, um, you know, I can speak a little bit firsthand to how great Jackie is and the kind of work that she does, but I uh, just <laughs> want to make sure everybody knows that's out there. Um so, Jackie, first of all, just tell us a little bit about, like, what was the onus for starting Podreacher, and what are you hoping to accomplish out there? 
Sure, Matthew. So um, I have been a very avid podcast listener for many years. I like to say I started listening to podcasts before Serial. So, you know, like before it was a mainstream (laughs) thing. Um, So I'm legit in that way. Um, But um, but yeah, it's always just been a medium that's appealed to me. Um, and I have a background. I come from a journalism and content marketing background. Um, and just noticed, uh, you know, just because I pay attention to this stuff, I saw that some of the podcasts, some of the bigger podcasters were doing some really smart repurposing um, uh, with with their content. Um, and I've been... Um, I've been doing consulting and and freelancing for two years and so sort of tested and and worked with a couple podcasts and realized there was a there was a big opportunity here and so um last year I started uh Podreacher and went out and found um a team of writers the best writers that I could um to kind of work on these um different projects to create you know so pretty much all we do is optimize um, podcast content for text. And we can, you know, talk about why you would do that and the different ways you would do that. Um, but that's really all we are focused on doing. And um, obviously you can do it as part of marketing and for SEO and all of that. Um, and so it's been a crazy ride over the last couple months. Um, it's super exciting to be able to focus on working with podcasters since again, like I've loved the medium. Um, I, I like to say like, sort of feel I, I never went to grad school um, but I feel like I got I've I've gotten an honorary MBA just from listening to business podcasts uh, like I just I feel like I've learned so much and so I just you know I love being in this space and uh, sort of combining my interests you mentioned business podcasts I assume one of those on your list is uh, the transformation blueprint from our friend Paul here in the get vocal room tonight so this is a new to me one, but you know, as <laughs> as we were like doing it, I was like looking in the app, and I'm like, yeah, let me let me check this out. So I'm <laughs> I'm glad to know about Paul's. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right. So what did you discover early on? Were going to be some of the most effective ways that you could help podcasters grow their show, get the name out there, get discovered, things like that. So, uh, so there's a couple things. I think, uh, so where I kind of focus in when it comes to discoverability, again, is attaching text content to your podcast. And I feel like it's so timely, right, that we have this update from Google. Um, and I was actually just watching a really good explainer from, I think, um, Justin from Transistor FM. He put up a pretty good, um, YouTube video just explaining this, this Google update. Um, and apparently Google as part of it is actually going to be um, transcribing shows. But so the whole thing is that with a podcast, right, you are creating amazing content, but unless you do something with the text and the more meaningful, the better, um, a search engine's not going to be able to find it. Um, I think one of the things, so podcasters, they'll, they'll start doing a podcast and then, you know, they'll probably get hip to show notes. And we think of that as a resource to listeners. And um, what we're doing with Podreacher and the podcast we work with is we're going a step beyond that. Show notes are great. It's, you know, it's good to have that resource. Um, transcripts are even good, right? Like if I'm really interested in something you've said on your show, I'll go to the transcript and look it up or, you know, it also increases accessibility if you're a hard of hearing person and you want to know what's going on in the podcast. So they definitely serve a purpose. 
Um, but what I'm saying is let's take the content of your podcast and actually create an episode page that can rank with SEO. Um, a show notes page is never really going to do that because, you know, it's, there's just not enough text. The content isn't meaningful enough. Uh, on its own. But if you create, um, you know, a really high quality article based on an interview you did or something like that, you know, that that page can rank. Over time, you have a couple of those and you really increase, um, you know, the SEO um, value of your website. Um, another way that people can use um can use content repurposing is so let's say you're not focusing on the SEO of your website, but you want to just have new listeners um, or potentially new listeners discover your show, um, you know, create an article uh, based on an episode or two, um, you know, so like if you're sitting on an archive of, you know, let's say hundred episodes or something like that, you've probably done, two or three that you can combine together um, in a really interesting way that have good information, um, put that into an article and place it as a guest post um, somewhere. Uh, you know, you've got yourself amazing content and then the people read that, uh, you know, you, you sort of mentioned that this is based on interviews that you've done either in the bio um, or something like that. And it's just another way that people can discover your podcast. Yep, it looks like we lost Jackie there. Not sure what happened. Um, thought I heard something cut in there for a quick second. We'll see if she comes back. Um, in the meantime, yeah, I want to talk about that concept. She mentioned the word meaningful a lot. Um, and I think that's really important because, yeah, podcasts do have text. And looks like she's back, so I'll quickly unlock the room and let her jump back in. Um, so Podcasts do have text typically. We have some sort of description. Uh, but what Jackie was saying, what I want to ask her about more is making it meaningful. So, for example, a lot of podcasters, they put a summary, maybe, you know, 50 mm -hmm. to 100 words. Uh, and you were saying, though, that show notes aren't always effective. So what's the difference between show notes and meaningful show notes? Like what is that? What are those components that, you know, take it up a notch? Right. So with the show notes, so obviously show notes can mean a lot of different things. Some people will put like a one or two sentence summary and then you've got the timestamp, you know, which are effectively like bullet points. Like here's what we discussed. Here's where Matthew and Tom discussed the flowers on his mic, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Um, uh, so that's like... Google just doesn't index content like that really well. Like you're not going to have people linking to that page. Um, you're not going to have people sharing that page. And those are all things that kind of feed into how Google indexes as content. Whereas if I, so, you know, let's say we did something based on this episode um, or what was the last episode you did, Matthew? It was. Um, we were talking about remote recordings and uh, bringing in guests. Right. So remote recording. So lots of really good information in that one. So let's say we made an article based on what you talked about. We'd, you know, mention the different options you have for remote recording. We'd talk about, um, you know, what, what the different companies do, some of the advantages, disadvantages, things to think about. Whereas you might have that, at, like, you'd say, here we talk about, you know, one of the... Uh, one of the options, right? Like in show notes, but in an article, you're really going to kind of outline and, um, you know, just have more substance about the conversation you're having. Um, and 
much more keyword rich. And again, like, you know, Google's going to pick up on that and index that over time. The, the big thing, though, with, um, you know, with content marketing, especially, um, and almost like any form of marketing is it's not a magic bullet. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you know, we're not talking about creating an article. It, it could, you know, go viral and, you know, really be shared and whatever, but it's a cumulative effort. If you're doing this for every episode uh, that you create over time, you're, you know, essentially creating like um, a trail of breadcrumbs for a lot of different people to find you in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I guess you were alluding to the fact that a lot of folks, they're not going to share show notes necessarily, and they're definitely not going to link back. But right, if we did an article on, um, you know, mobile recording solutions, somebody else might share and be like, hey, thinking about mobile solutions, like check out what these guys had to say about it. And even better if it's put on a platform like a medium or, you know, maybe you get it into podcast business journal, for example, or pod news or something like that and so uh i guess the link backs the connections the fact that other people are connected to that content also kind of gives it a little bit more juice and discoverability exactly the shareability factor um you know we we work with a client who he has a forbes column uh, and a podcast and so some of what he includes in the forbes column is um is you know repurposed um uh, content uh, repurposed content based on some of his episodes. Um, so there's lots of different ways to do it. Another thing we've seen is especially like people who are doing interview podcasts because it's getting to be so saturated, you need to um, differentiate yourself if you want to benefit from the guest sharing with their network. Right. Um, and so if you have a, you know, on your episode page, an article um, attached to that, you know, people are very rarely going to want to share an audio player, but, you know, having their name in print um, and, you know, a whole thing attached to it, it makes uh, guests a little more likely to share. And we've, we've seen this with some of the shows um, that we've worked with. I guess it also then makes sense that wherever you're creating this content, if you're going to keep it on your site versus submit it to a Forbes or something like that, that, you know, they'll publish it on your behalf. Is it better for branding purposes that let's say the article comes from podcastmeanything.com slash blog slash whatever the, you know, the URL is going to be, or does that not really matter as much for making the I mean, I, I think you want to take advantage of both. So um, maybe you don't necessarily do an article for every episode on your website. Maybe you do it for, you know, the best one of the month, right? Um, and then at the same time, uh, especially if you have, um, you know, a lot of a lot of podcasters are creating evergreen content um, that's, you know, good months, years after it's been created. So go back into your archives, get leverage out of your old episodes and use that as a guest post. Um, And that way you're getting, you know, the potential of discoverability of new people. um, And then you're also, again, contributing to the shareability and, uh, you know, giving your own website more SEO juice. So what are some, when writing that article, what are some big SEO important, friendly things that we have to do to make sure that uh, it, it gets good discoverability, good ranking, things like that? So <laughs> the answer will vary a lot, right, depending on on, on who you talk to. Um, I, you know, I don't focus 
so much like on, on keywords, right? My approach is always that you're writing for people. So like the way, um, uh, our writers will do it is, um, so we get a transcript of the episode made through, uh, com, which is, uh, you know, you've probably discussed it on the show before. It's AI transcription. It's, 10 cents a minute and it will, you know, transcribe your whole episode within minutes, right? Super convenient, great tool. So we'll go through that. Um, we'll listen to the whole show. And while we're listening, you know, we'll, we'll take, we'll, we'll highlight the key, the key points, um, based on the transcript. So we'll say, you know, this was really interesting. This was really interesting. And then, you know, you can ask yourself, does it lend, um, itself to a listicle? Um, maybe you want to say like, you know, uh, I interviewed, um, you know, this business coach, and these are the five things um, I learned about increasing revenue. Um, and you can do it that way. Um, so that's, that's really, you know, the hardest part, right, is taking this interview and then organizing the content and making it meaningful. But that's kind of the basic approach that you would use. Gotcha. Well, I'm looking over, we have a good question here from Paul, our buddy with the Transformation Business Podcast. Uh, if you're not great at copywriting or content marketing, how do you write a podcast article that's interesting and shareable? So obviously, you know, one, you, you hire Jackie. Uh, that's one way to do it. <laughs> um, the other way, and I saw this in another discussion, I believe Emily's uh, podcast happy hour, that's Tuesday nights at nine o'clock. Uh, mm-hmm. This topic came up again, and uh, it's really not that hard to hire a ghostwriter or a you know copywriter someone it's better if you can lay out an outline if you can you know spitball some of the content in some way shape or form um, but there are folks out there who will you know clean it up for you and and add some of these seo elements that jackie's talking about um you know jackie is probably more of the like full service start to finish origination even um, as opposed to just being a copywriter although you do a little bit of that too right yeah. And, and, you know, I think if you want to think about uh, doing this on your own, that's why I mentioned the, the sort of list format, right? Um, if you, if you approach anything and, and Paul, I know you're doing interviews and you think, okay, like what are the five most important things that I learned in this interview? And, you know, you think about what's the links between them. Um, that's, that's an easier format to put things into rather than, you know, something more complicated with different subheadings, um, and whatnot. So, um, you know, you, you could do that yourself. And then like what Matthew said, you know, maybe just, um, if you wanted hire an editor or something, but also, you know, I think with writing, the more you do it, uh, the more confident and better you get. Um, I'd take a look at what other people are doing, um, uh, you know, other podcasters or even just writers, um, that you like, um, and and just think about like you know how did they put this together and how can you emulate it um you know learn from others and you know you you talking about you have one good interview take that and you turn it into an article and then you can plug the podcast episode maybe if it's on your site you obviously you embed the player again in there so if people are reading this like oh man i want to hear the whole thing then great they click even better though uh if you're talking to a lot of folks on a similar topic you know, maybe throw in one question for all of them or, you know, think about a theme that you've hit across with a bunch of people and make your listicle based on what several people said. So here are the top 10 things that entrepreneurs have to say about live streaming. And so every time you list one, number one, blah, 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 quote, whoever that person was linked to that episode. Now you don't, you're not just showing off one episode. 
you are not giving folks the opportunity to find 10 or whatever, however many items you put in the list, that many episodes to go check out, which uh, obviously, you know, would be nice if they checked out more than just the one. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So so there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Um, and, and I love the thought, um, you know, and I know a lot of podcasters do this where they'll throw out a question or, you know, ask people, what's a, what's your favorite book? What's your, you know, uh, been the most influential book that you've read? Um, and there you've got like a whole list after, you know, let's say 10 episodes, uh, 20 episodes of um, great, great books to recommend. So writing the articles as the companion piece for the episode in order to get people to your podcast eventually, we're talking about SEO and, you know, ranking in Google search. Is there a way to then get these articles into social media? I mean, what is there a strategy for reaching a broader audience rather than them coming to you through SEO? Yeah, good question. And, and Tom, I'm almost going to turn that on you because I know when <laughs> we originally met and I was I was fascinated uh, with this, you you talked about how you've done uh, something like this where, you know, it was a, I think it wasn't even like that long an article. It was like a 500 word article of another show that you do and you posted it and read it um, and got a nice spike. So I'd love to hear more about that um, because I think that's that's a perfect example of you know, another way you can leverage this. I promise I was not setting myself up there. I, was, uh... <laughs> I swear. Yeah, we didn't this before. And, and literally we had this conversation, you know, it's probably like three or four months ago at this point. Right. Well, um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll share my super Sweet. secret strategy. Um, we, we started off just kind of posting our episodes into Reddit, like our show note pages. And there's a very strong culture in Reddit where they don't really like self-promotion. And if you're just posting show notes, the only purpose of that is, hey, listen to my podcast. Like there's no other angle you could possibly say that is. So yeah, we did the short companion article, 500 words. I mean, super low effort, like as low effort as you can possibly give it. And we embed the player at the very bottom. And it was, hey, if you want to hear more, you can listen to our episode. And we've been bad about consistency, but most of those articles rank on like page one of Google. And it's definitely by far our most downloaded episodes, some of them by a factor of 10. And for us personally, they haven't translated to long-term like sustainable growth of the show, but we definitely see massive spikes in the episodes. And it was a way of sharing it to Reddit where you're giving them valuable information rather than promoting your show. Um, but I think there's still a lot more to get out of the articles for especially long-term growth. So they're not just listening to one show, maybe even the first five minutes of it and bouncing. There's really no analytics on right. the, the length of listening. So I guess if you're focused on, you know, obviously getting at, you know, few more episodes, few more listeners every episode what would be the best strategy for that just consistency yeah i mean i was just about to say that like like anything else like podcasting like blogging like if you do it once yeah you'll see a little bit of a spike but it's when you do it over the long term when you do it consistently when you yep. you know get into various publications routinely you get more name recognition you get more brand awareness you get people who you know, you post a new article and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember seeing that name before and thinking that was well written or that was interesting. 
I'll take another stab at whatever it is they're talking about, even if maybe the title didn't quite grab them this time around. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, everyone has different goals. Um, if you're hyper-focused on, you know, increasing listeners and that's the only metric for whatever reason you're looking at, um, and, and I tell this to, to people all the time, like, this isn't the first thing you should be doing. You know, you, you should be on other people's shows. You should be advertising on other shows. Um, but if, if you're thinking of podcasting more holistically as, as a channel, a very powerful channel to help grow your overall brand, um, then this, you know, I think repurposing content is really a way to kind of scale your um, content creation efforts, right? Like it's just, it's hyper efficient um, and it increases and expands your discoverability and visibility. It's not an overnight thing, point that Matthew made. Um, and, you know, it's got to be a sustained, consistent effort. But that's, you know, it, as far as promotion, that's kind of where it fits on the spectrum. That's how I think about it. So I know uh, Tom asked a question and then you kind of dodged it and threw it back at Tom. So I'm going to make sure I bring it back <laughs> here. Uh, so as far as getting into other publications and as far as connecting in other you know spots to submit um you know without giving away the farm necessarily what are some tactics that podcasters who are going to do this on their own who have never never done it before you know trying out for the first time like what can they do to get someone to say yeah sure we'll we'll publish this oh okay good and i think that was a little different than the question tom originally asked but i like your question better matthew so um (laughs) it's definitely more within my skill set so um you know, for different publications, um, there are, you know, different pitching guidelines um, and and it can be challenging. So the first thing you want to do is, you know, you want to look at the at the publication website um, and see, you know, what kinds of things do they publish? They usually have a page, you know, how to pitch um, and you want to email the editor and, you know, the focus of your pitch shouldn't be like, Oh, I have this podcast and I made an article about it. No, you know, you, you want to focus <laughs> on, um, I have this really great article. Um, you know, it readers will get these three things out of it. It's kind of similar to something else on your website. Uh, might you be interested? So, you know, you want to refine your pitching skills, um, and pitch it that way. But as you mentioned, um, you know, medium is a, is a pretty easy place to go. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of public different publications. And especially if you're in the sort of business space, um, there's, business or tech space there's a lot um and you can publish it and just submit it to a publication they also have a pretty efficient process you know if you're trying to get into an inc or a business insider or something like that um you know it can be weeks between pitching your article and actually getting it on there but it's possible i see people do it i've helped people do it um and that's kind of the 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 ten thousand foot overview of how you go about that um, the, the other thing I'll just bring up, it, and this is a little different, um, you know, let's say you're focusing on um, doing the articles or, you know, just doing more beefed up show notes on your website um, or even edited transcripts, right? Like something that people can skim and easily read rather than like the full thing. Um, you, you mentioned there's all these places that are writing about podcasts right now. Um, there's, there's different newsletters. You know, I feel like I'm subscribing to a new podcast newsletter every day. And 
it's a lot easier to get picked up and written in the written about in these newsletters or in other industry newsletters if you have some meaningful text right so like you send the episode page with you know with the article with the description whatever it is you're putting on that page to the person publishing the newsletter and say hey i had this really interesting episode i interviewed this person and you know they said they said this um your your readers might be interested in it um i have a friend uh simon owens who does a, a really good media industry podcast um and he's added edited transcripts to his episode pages um and within like couple days he got picked up in like one of the biggest um, media newsletters Neiman Lab uh, he didn't even send it to them right so he didn't pitch it but um, because they didn't have to sit and, and listen to the whole episode or maybe they they did listen but then when they got to the office they were like oh you know this this would be great for our readers it's it's easier for them to do it so you're making people's job easier to share if you have text I think that would be the bottom line nice all right well, we are coming up here on 1030, which is when we are going to stop the live stream for Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. But uh, if you're listening and you want to stay with us, we will be in the Get Vocal room. We will open up the chat here. Anybody can jump on. They can ask questions, whether it's content marketing related of our guest, Jackie Schiff of Podreacher, or just anything else podcasting that's on your mind this week. Don't hesitate to jump in. Uh, but before we do end that, I do want to Again, formally thank Jackie. Thank you so much for coming on to Podcast Me Anything and uh, talking a little bit about content marketing and getting more discoverable for your podcast. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And yes, we'll stick around and we will get some more. Um, and keep your eye out because I'll probably be sharing some stuff that uh, Jackie does for um, myself and a few others. So uh, as always, thank you for checking us out here on Podcast Me Anything. You can go to the website, podcastmeanything.com. Uh, follow us on all the socials subscribe to the show for free on the various platforms that you like to do that kind of stuff and of course we will be here every week thursday nights 10 p.m eastern here on get vocal live for a half hour and then close it off for the private ama uh, we hope you will join us for that uh, my name is matthew passy he is tom kelly i'm tom kelly and uh we will catch you next time on podcast me anything thank you